Finally. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we're talking to Laura Hughes, uh, who has a number of hats, including the Santa Rita Wine Alliance, uh, as well as, as a particular winery, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm the associate winemaker at Sanford Winery and Vineyards in the Santa Rita Hills Appalachian and the president of the Santa Rita Hills Wine Alliance. Great. And now we're talking also to Ken Ostini, who is um, uh, representing Explore Lompoc, I learned to say. <laughs> you, you got it. You nailed it. <laughs> now, uh, who wants to tell us exactly where is this? It's a new wine region or not? Well, Laura, you can go more into that. It's not really. Yeah. Go ahead, Laura. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Younger than uh, some of our, our you know, predecessors, but uh, the Santa Rita Hills Appalachian started really back in the 60s as an idea uh, with Michael Benedict and Richard Sanford uh, being sailing buddies right off the coast and oh, discovering nice. their, their ideal location, which became Sanford and Benedict's Vineyard, which was established in the early 70s. And that's what really spearheaded the, the start of, of what became the Santa Rita Hills AVA. And in the 90s, um, a group of uh, pioneers realized we needed to, uh, to set this Appalachian apart from Santa Barbara County and Santa Ynez Valley because it's so unique. Uh, we're so close to the ocean and we're in this unique east to west running valley. And so in the um, late 90s, they, they formed the Alliance, which is a group of wine growers and producers here in this AVA. And in 2001, it became established. And, you know, what sets it apart is about, you know, being two miles off the, the ocean and uh, that unique uh, valley that is just north of Santa Barbara. So location-wise, if you're coming up from Santa Barbara, it's about a 30, 30 to 45-minute drive, but along the coastline of, of uh, the Pacific. And, you know, our soil type is very marine-based because it used to be underneath the ocean 20 million years ago. So a lot wow. of um, marine-based life, pretty sandy in some, some parts, especially in Lompoc. It's more sand dune. And uh, to the south, it's a little bit heavier clay loam, but ideal climate for Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Wow. It's, it's very, very different um, from the Paso Robles place we we toured that one district it, it, yeah and this is, a lot warmer yeah. climate climate up there in the summer times it can get up to the hundreds and uh down here it doesn't quite get that warm it, it cools down quickly and so we we get 80 degree days quite commonly but that's typically about it and quite cold at night um but a smaller shift in the day and nighttime temps than Paso Robles now, t t tell, us a, tell us a little bit about the Rhone Rangers. Oh, I, I don't know if I, I can. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. rather, that's, that's on Paso Robles. It's not here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we don't grow too many Rhone varieties, but, but we could grow uh, some Syrah down here. Um, Sanford doesn't grow any uh, 
any sir off, but um, that's a, it's a great group of um, producers, I think, that are focused in Rhone varieties. Yeah, I, I interviewed four of the owners around a single table, and it, it was quite a zoo. <laughs> yeah, we had a wonderful party with all the producers. There was, was, was a Frenchman, a football player. And a health person, uh, hospital administrator. Two healthcare specialists. Oh, Some, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, the Frenchman who wanted to escape the rules of, um, was it Burgundy or what was it? And, and somebody else. But anyhow, it was a good time. But back to uh, Lompoc. Um, now, there's so many different organizations that your publicist has mentioned to me. I mean, how are they all functioning and related? Well, what organizations did she mention? Oh, I don't know. I have, I have, yeah. I have like a two-inch thick correspondence <laughs> with her. Well, I, I, and I, I got I, I lost. Was, I got totally lost in what exactly was going to happen. Um, we, well, did, I, we did actually taste the Sanford um, wines, and they were quite luscious. Yes, I, too. yes I, I'm, I'm the former CEO of the Chamber of Commerce here in Lombok. I retired five years ago, and I was born and raised here. So I, I know the Lombok area quite well and remember what Laura's talked about when the wine industry first came into being because I grew up on a ranch east of town and there was no vineyards when I was a kid <clears throat> and I remember the first first vineyards coming in in the in the late 60s early 70s and then Sanford being one of the first to produce and, and it just things went berserk from there because they produce uh, some amazing Pinot Noirs back in those days um, so it's just quite um, quite a transition our <clears throat> our area has gone through over the years. Again, having grown up here um, and, and living in agriculture and seeing the difference in agriculture, you know, now with the grapes and strawberries and the vegetables, uh, a big change from when I was a kid um, and well, what was I mean, grown. What's changed uh, and what has caused the changes? And, and from what I've been reading, um, there, there are a lot more changes coming down the line with the climate. Well, you, you know, you, you just never know. And agriculture is a very changing business. About every 10 to 20 years, things change. As a, when I grew up as a kid, um, you know, we grew a lot of mustard and, and a lot of dry crops like beans, really? lima beans, because we didn't have a lot of water then. And it wasn't until some of the farmers started drilling these deep wells that they were able to then produce vegetables and the grape industry just went crazy. Um, I mean, it's, it's amazing to me the number of, of, of wineries in Santa Barbara County. What would you guess, Laura, 100? Yeah, well, in, well in, the, in the Santa Rita Hills, I think we have 70 vineyards. Um, yeah. And, and with, with the my, number like, that the publicist gave me, as membership in one of these organizations, maybe, I don't know which organization, but a Lompoc organization, um, and she said they had 30-some members. That Does that represent vineyards? Yeah, that might be uh, the San Rita Hills Wine Alliance, which is a combination of growers and producers. Um, and so and I, we have about 40 members which um, all participate together to, to market our region. 
No, but it is interesting. So there's, you know, 30,000 acres of land which are within this, the borderline of, of the AVA which runs between Lompoc and Buellton. And uh-huh. about 10% of those acres are, are planted to vineyards. So we're pretty spread out. We're not That's all stacked incredible. on top of each other. And what's, you know, in between us is, are these beautiful rolling hills and cattle, um, a lot of farmland and, you know, the San Inez River that cuts through it. But um, we have three... But it makes, it makes marketing a bit more difficult, right? It does, yeah. And getting together is, is more difficult, too. Um, you have to make a nice uh, driving tour to be able to hit these vineyards, but it's a beautiful, you know, beautiful experience. Yeah, well, this is, this is a... Uh, and Ken question is, I got all this information. I was ready to hop on a plane to come and have one of these uh, tours that your organization <laughs> sponsors. Yeah. Well, I, I, usually lead, I, uh, I, I usually lead those tours. Uh, we work with travel writers, and they'll come to town for three, four, five days, and I will take them all over the place. I mean, to wineries. Uh, to, to see the murals here in town, to our mission. Um, you, you can't necessarily get on the, the Space Force base, but if you're lucky, you might get to see us a launch here. You know, we're a very unique uh, situation with, with, uh, with the rocket launches from Vandenberg Space really? Force base with um, you know, SpaceX launches out of there. And, and just a, I remember the first um, time they brought their booster back to Earth, which is very... Uh, very creative way of saving money uh, that, that I'd never seen. And I saw the very first launch from Vandenberg back in the 50s, and, and now they're bringing the booster back uh, to Earth. And it's pretty awesome to see uh, that and, and, and go through that experience. But we have a lot of rocket launches from Vandenberg Space Force Base. Um, you know, there's uh, so many things to do around here besides – I'm not saying wine tasting is not a good deal, but there's amazing wines. And as Laura mentioned, the area out there on Santa Rosa Road where Sanford's at is a beautiful, beautiful drive um, just by itself. Um, but with that and we Yeah, it sounds like, like a breath of fresh air and freedom. You go around <laughs> in an ATV, right? You, yeah, at Sanford, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. We we offer a, an ATV tour which goes through the vineyards and you know, it's not all flatland. We ha we our vineyards go up into the hills and uh they're north facing so you can see all of our neighboring vineyards. And I believe uh, Foley Estates is offering this as well. And Ken, you'd mentioned the, the mission, the the Lompoc uh mission is absolutely stunning and I got to see one of your reenactments one day. Um, oh they do reenactments, huh? Oh yes. Yeah, dressed up, it, and um, it was really awesome. Well, in 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 the original chain of missions that was established by Father Juanipero Sierra, it is the only mission that's been fully restored and is a state park, not owned by the Catholic Church. Oh really? Oh, yeah, it's 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 and it's, and it's got hundreds of acres. It's it's a, it's a it's a nice walking tour. And and when I when I do tours with people, you walk a hundred acres. No, 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 no. They have that much land. It, you know, a lot of people go there just to hike for exercise around the mission uh-huh. area, but but the main grounds is probably about oh maybe ten acres where the buildings and stuff are at. But it, it's a nice place. Matter of fact, the Santa Rita Hills Wine Alliance has a big wine event there every year, which I think is like 
awesome. I mean, it's one of the best wine events I've ever been to. Uh, and I make it a habit. Matter of fact, Explore Lompoc supports it so much, we help fund it. Yeah, really? and we must, really you appreciate must, you it. Must send us a, you must send us an invitation. What time of year is it? <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's usually in August, the, the right, Laura? One, yeah, the last one was uh, mid-August, and uh, our 2024 event will be August 15th through the 18th. So it's a nice four-day event, and the final event is on the Saturday with the grand tasting at uh, the Lompoc Mission, and it's um, it's yeah, it's a great opportunity to taste all of. All of the wineries that you would want to visit but can't in one day, you can if you come to the festival. And uh, we'll have 40 producers uh, pouring their latest wow. releases. And, you know, a lot of Where's the website for this? Now. Oh, get get it's the on, listeners a website. Yeah, it's, it's S-T-A-R-I-T-A-H-I-L-L-S.com. That's StaritaHills.com. Could you do the hills again? It's S T A R I T A H I Santa Rita. I'm sorry, I missed it again. It's okay. S T A R I T A H I L L S dot com. Oh, Hills. Rita Hills. And the location. And the location doing that. Go ahead. So on, on the website, you can go to events, and that's where our upcoming events will be listed. Okay. Now, I mean, that's one. I mean, there's more than one tour. I mean, Ken, you're talking about different tours? Well, different tours, you know, again, with Explore Lompoc um, being the fact that I was born and raised here, they always use me to, uh, to take travel riders. We have travel riders that come here. Uh, throughout the year, and I, I tour them around. I take, again, I take them to wineries. I take them to the mission. Um, we take them. We have a great skydiving operation here. That, um, I'll pass on that one. I think I'll pass on that. We've had some of them want to go skydiving. Um, we take them around the mural. lombo has got a great mural project around town. What that, is this uh, mural project? Well, it was you a project that was started. a couple times. It was started about 30 years ago by a former city councilman, and, and, and it's murals of Lompoc depicting the history of the town over the years, from, from back to the Chumash Indians to the Spanish. Um, and there's, you know, there's, there's a vineyard murals. There's uh, the history of the um, of, of military base. And uh, at one point, we were the flower seed capital of the world in Lompoc. Oh, not really? anymore. Sadly, sadly, not anymore. But back in, the, back in the 40s during World War II, one of the seed companies planted a six-acre, real flowers, American flag. And they've, oh, reenacted, right. and they've reenacted that a couple times. Uh, most of those seed companies are gone now. But the last time they did it, I believe it was 2002, it was six and a half acres of real flowers with all five-point stars. It was, it was amazing. It was truly amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Well, is there it, a central source? I mean, we're, our listeners, if they want a, an overview of all these offerings, where do they go? 
Um, we go, you can go to Explore Lombok. We'll have most of this stuff on there because that's what we are, we're about. We're about promoting the area, everything, not just, not just uh, the wineries, but the mission, the murals, uh, the skydiving, the, the great golf opportunities here, the, the great opportunities being close to the coast for the hiking. Um, there's just so many different opportunities here that, uh, um, for people to do things. And it's not just a one day, one day stop. It's a, it's a five, seven day explore the area. It, it's, it's a lot to see and do around here if, if, if you want and to do our, it. Our listeners should go where to find it all, an overview of all this. ExploreLompoke.com. I'm sorry. ExploreLompoke.com. Oh, explore. Okay, explore your organization. Somewhere, somewhere in among all the correspondence, the, 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 a movie called Sideways came right. into our, our uh, view, and we don't go to movies a whole lot, but we we were, we were torn between doing something something else and going to the movies. And we finished up going to the movies. Now, what what what's that what's that connection for, for those for those people who like to think that they have seen everything there is to see from a cinematic standpoint? Well, uh, Laura, were you here when that movie came out? <laughs> so I was in middle school when that came out. So I was <laughs> okay. drinking wine at the time. But my aunt was living in the area and um, you know, I I've since now, you know, taken a job with Sanford and I, I make the wines here and um uh, so my team that was still around when they were filming it, um, this was back in the nineties I believe, or early two thousands. Um Early, yeah, so I guess it was early 2000s, and it was when Sanford's uh, old tasting room used to be actually on El Hobbley Ranch, so in a different location, but uh, the first scene when uh, the two gentlemen are coming in for a glass of wine is at the original, uh, was the original tasting room for Sanford Winery. Oh, really? Um, and, 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 and they yeah. were in love with, they were in love with Pinot, right? Right. Yeah, and they were in love with Pinot Noir, <laughs> and... Um, uh, at some point, uh, there was a comment about not drinking any effing Merlot, and uh, that <laughs> waves within the wine industry, uh, not on purpose, but uh, it did help the Pinot Noir market, <laughs> and it brought yeah. a lot of uh, new traffic to our area. I think there's a scene at uh, the Hitching Post uh, restaurant, number two in Buellton, and you see the ostriches at some point. But, um, it, yeah, it's a silly movie, and... Um, it, it kind of. Uh, Where do the ostriches come in? Oh, the, the ostriches are out in Buellton. There's a, a feeding ranch for ostriches, and I'm not really sure why that animal in particular. Ken might know more. But <laughs> you, you know what? Honestly, honestly, I don't know either. Uh, I, I know they do. They do serve ostrich at the Hitching Post too in Buellton. Um, you know, Frank, you know, the owner of Frank. Nasty. They're very nasty. Yeah. I mean, well, I, they, they just walk around, you know, and grab stuff out of your hand if you're eating. They're very nasty birds. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think people enter. I don't think people interact with the birds much. They have an observation area where they can watch them and they can they can Good, throw feed, they, boom, that that kind of stuff. But yeah, they um, bite and they spit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but, but, but that. 
but that but that movie uh, it just exploded the the visitorship and the w- people visiting the wineries here. Even though I, I I saw a lot of inaccuracies being from here in that movie, but you know what? It exploded the wine business here. It just really went crazy after that movie. Yeah, let's let's talk. I'm losing you. Um, how many lots? Uh, in excess of 40 participating in this one festival even. How many wineries are there, and what are some of the distinctions of the different wines produced? Oh, for the Wine and Fire event for San Rita Hills? Yeah, I, I want to know about uh, Lompoc, um, Lompoc wines. I mean, why are they different? What are the differences? How do they, uh, what do people expect when they buy them? What are some of the labels? Yeah, so the first thing to look at when you pick up a wine that says Santa Rita Hills is what vineyard is this coming from? And the easiest way to, to find out a little bit more about that vineyard is to go on to our website, the S-T-A-R-I-T-A-H-I-L-L-S.com, and then you can uh, click the link to, to each, of that, each of the producers and read more about their, their vineyards. But... What I, what I can tell you is that, that there's two different corridors in Lompoc um, that okay. run east to west. And the first Which one is, is unusual. That itself it is, is unusual. unusual. Yeah. And it's a small appellation. Like I said, there's only you know, 10% of our 30,000 acres of land um, that are planted to these, uh, planted to vines. But... On the northern corridor, which is the 246 highway, which runs between Lompoc to Buellton from Highway, um, it connects Highway 1 and Highway 101. This uh, highway is a little bit more sandy, and so vineyards that are coming from the northern part of the Appalachian, uh, Pinot Noir or Chardonnay, are a little bit more delicate on the palate, um, a little bit more citrus, I would say, um, and on the southern end, the soil type changes, so it's a lot heavier. Um, for us at Sanford, in this heavier clay loam soil type, we've got uh, Pinot Noir and Chardonnay that's growing here, and the Pinot Noir is a little bit more uh, dense and has... Yeah, we tried very... both of those. Yeah, we, had, we tried oh, both of those. And they were really good, very good. Yeah, just, just to show you what yeah. nice... Just to show you what nice people are, we... We we took both wines that we received. We, we took them to a restaurant night out, which is a group of eight people we do regularly, and we 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 allowed them all to share. I, that's I thought it was very really generous of, of you. That's Thank awesome. you for sharing. That's great. I, yeah. yeah, they they, so they all appreciated them enormously. <laughs> it was, they were a great success. Sanford was a big success at the dinner. Yes. Perfect. So what I sent you was the Santa Rita Hills blend, which comes from our two estate vineyards, which are here on that, that southern corridor along Santa Rosa Road. And, you know, back here, it's, it's kind of a, it's the Wild West. You know, the, to the south of us, we've got very rugged hills with um, kind of an oak forest, uh, a lot of, of poison oak, uh, which looks like oak trees. So if you're coming out here and you're, you know, more similar, or 
you know what poison ivy looks like. Uh, yeah, I know. You might poison be confused oak. by poison oak. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, we have a lot of it uh, growing out here. And that's because yeah, that. we have the natural springs on the hillsides. And so you'll, you'll start to see more, um, more oak trees where the water is. And, you know, in an area where we don't get a lot of rainfall, it's really important to, to have that for farmland, um, some natural springs. But, uh, I, don't, I don't like the idea of poison oak very much. <laughs> that's, that's the one no, bad yeah, thing you said. Stay out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to spot and easy to avoid, so I'm allergic to it, and I, 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 I itch when I look at it. <laughs> we, should, we should mention... Like we like we have done for all the all the other winemakers that we've talked to in the last year or so, to to ask what what has been the effect of all this horrid burning and flooding on on the wine industry. Yeah, yes. it's definitely we're very alert, and you know every harvest it's very crucial that we are attentive to. You know, only having a fire during um, the times that we can um, sustain burns, and, and we are, you know, constantly mowing um, our surroundings uh, so that if there is a chance that um, there's a spark somewhere um, and it's, you know, a drought year, that uh, we put it out. And um, you know, we're fortunate that our proximity to the ocean does moderate our climate a little bit better than if you're uh-huh. a little okay. more inland. Um, mm-hmm. So that does help, but um, we are definitely in a drought location. Um, we get about 14 inches on average uh, of rainfall per year. This last year we got 35 inches, so we were very, very fortunate. And, um, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I know the, the the vintners in um, Oregon are really bummed out with the, the stuff in, in, in Washington State. Um, it's made a great deal of difference in in their product. Yeah, with the the yeah, fires. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, well, we're we're pretty lu- we're pretty we're pretty lucky here, I think, Laura, in the fact that in regards to flooding and fires. We rarely have much of that activity around us. I mean, there is in Santa Barbara County, but not much in our area, fortunately. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. That's good. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it seems from my correspondence with, with the people involved with your region, it seems to me that you're making a, a great push um, to actually put a Lompoc on the map in, in the wine industry. Um, is that a priority at the moment? Well, I'm sure that is with with, with the wineries. Uh, explore Lompoc because we're trying to put Lompoc on the map for many other things besides just wineries. Right. Yeah, there's more to there's more to our area than just wineries. Even though there's there's amazing stuff here, um, there's a lot of other things. Again, I mentioned the skydiving. I mentioned the the coast and the hiking and 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 great golf courses and the murals. Um, and it's just there's just a lot, a lot of things you can see and do around here um, beyond. Uh, I mean, again, it's, a, it's an explore Lompoc. You come here for five, six days. Yeah, you wine taste, but you do other stuff too. 
you can also go to the beach and grab a burger at Halama Beach, which is oh, yeah. one of my favorite things to do right after harvest. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a big one. Right. There and, uh, yeah, I, anytime my family's in town, uh, we're definitely spending some days on the beach, and Halama Beach is really easy to get to from uh, downtown Lompoc, and there's a, a burger joint out there which uh, claims to be one of the best, and it really is. <laughs> Well, you, you 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 have the the winery, I mean the wine combination that, that's really favored around the world, called called sparkling wine or sometimes called champagne, and you have the ingredients of card of Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Have, have you have you had any thoughts in the direction that a sparkler might be in your future? For me, oh, it's it's very much in the, the present. <laughs> I make sparkling wine here at Stanford and started this program in 2013. Uh, so we make estate blends, and then I started my own label, Lubud. So I'm a smaller producer who purchases fruit from Santa Rita Hills, uh, and in particular, Stanford and Benedict. Um, I make a Blanc de Blanc which is a very small production. I do only one to two barrel blends. Uh, Sanford's uh, sparkling blends are are um, a couple of barrels larger than that, but still very um, high quality and and enjoys the luxury of time. So we we age our bottles for two to five years, and then release them. And uh, they're really exquisite. Right now, Sanford has a 2016 Brut Cuvée Late Disgorge, uh, which is extremely special. And we have a sparkling flight here at the tasting room. What's what's your distribution like? I mean, how do the listeners get a hold of this? How do I get get some of that? It's so easy. Uh, Just jump onto the website. That's SanfordWinery.com, S-A-N-F-O-R-D Winery.com. And we have four different sparklings on the website right now. And that's the easiest, fastest way to get them. The sparklings are not distributed, uh, I think, except for Southern California. Um, and then my personal brand, Lubud, is, is self-distributed, so it's easiest, again, on, on the website and my brand is l o u b u d winery dot com. L L, tell me again. L L. L o u b u d. L o u d or b. B for bud. L o u b e. What does that L-O-U, mean? L o u, sorry. L o u b u d, Lou Bud is my nickname. Lubud. L L U B E. Sorry, L O U B U D. Lubud. O O U B D. That's your nickname? Yeah, Lubud. It comes from a made up word. My dad called me Lubadilia when I was born, and it was shortened <laughs> to Lubud. And it's a small story, but yeah, my family calls me Bud, and I, I could trademark the words, so I, I trademarked Bud for my wine brand. Um, but I focus on traditional methods, sparkling wine here in Santa Rita Hills, and I'm you know one of the few, but there's quite a bit more sparkling out here now in our region, and Lompoc is the ideal region for it because it's so cool climate. We've got this long growing season, uh, you know, very moderate wintertime weather, but then 
in the springtime, we've got that marine layer that just hangs on morning. Uh, and then by, the, by 11 o'clock, it's typically our warmest part of the day. Um, and then the nice uh, marine, uh, marine layer comes back in, so we get the wind that cools down the vineyards and uh, really elongates our growing season. And what that does for sparkling wine, it, it allows this um, beautiful fruit flavors um, while keeping that acidity, which you need. Um, sparkling wine is picked. It's typically the first fruit that's picked off the vine because it undergoes not just one fermentation, but two, uh, the first being in barrel and the second being in bottle. And, uh, and then it ages beautifully on that nice acidity and uh, balanced fruit. Laura Hughes, you sure know a lot, and you've taught us a lot in this interview, and you too can. Um, well, thank you something, for I want, to us. something I want to add. Something I want to add when it comes to the Santa Rita Hills Wine Alliance and the event they do every August, the Wine and Fire event they do. There's one morning where they do a meet the winemakers, where you go to a table and sit with nine other people, and every 15 minutes a winemaker rotates to your table and pours their various wines. So that's a great opportunity to learn about the various wines in our area. I, I actually was lucky. I, I got to sit next to Richard Sanford one year at that. Oh, and wow. He's like a legend. He's like a legend in our area. <laughs> and our he's so alive, right? Making wines. Yeah, he is. He is. And well, uh, definitely for participate quite a bit. Right. Well, this is all news to, to us, and we really thank you for for enlightening us. <laughs> I, I can't wait to explore it further, which I think we definitely will do. Um, thank you for taking okay. the time. You both are so busy and uh, to talk to us, and uh, I, I look forward to an ongoing success story out of Lompoc, California. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thank Anne. you. Our pleasure. And, Ken, thank you so much for uh, hosting with me. Yeah, yes. glad to. Thank you, Laura. A little bit, a little bit I mean. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> thank you. Great. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Podcasting services for On The Menu Radio are provided by ASP Station, www.aspstation.net.